Hello, hello. This is Ali Talawi. The more things change, the more things stay the same. The other day, I read a fun piece on an IRI blog reflecting on 25 years of their new product pacesetters reports. Every year, IRI puts a spotlight on those foods and beverages that sold the most during their first year on the shelf. Remember snack wells? Non-fat was a watchword in 1995. Not so much now, or we're not in the same way. In fact, we've been helping folks better understand how to market high-fat yogurts recently. How about 5% fat? The early 2000s brought a wave of low or no-carb foods to capitalize on our newly rediscovered object of abstention. I was at Unilever at the time the entire company seemed mobilized to launch CarbSmart. My team contributed two wishbone formulas to the effort. But I have to say, I don't recall there was too many carbs in any of our salad dressings. Anyway, we Americans are still worried about sugar intake. Interestingly, we are also helping a different yogurt client with low-sugar, high-protein consumer research. But really, nothing has changed that much when it comes to what manufactured food products, especially well-marketed, branded food products, do for us beyond the concoction of ingredients declared on the packaging and the convenient container itself that protects what's inside. Diet recommendations around macronutrients have pointed in different directions over the past 25 years. True North has been about removing fat, go back to snack wells, then removing carbohydrates and more recently boosting protein. Food companies respond, or initiate, and consumers respond. The specifics of what we eat and drink have changed for many, somewhat based on these diet recommendations, but the motivation driven by our our emotional needs hasn't and doesn't. What doesn't change is the need to try to solve problems. Problems of our own making, which we believe eating right can fix, or challenges created by trying to conform to cultural norms. What seems important to our emotional well-being is to constantly try to address these problems. That makes us feel good about ourselves, I think. Eating a high-protein, low-sugar yogurt appears to be the right thing to do these days. So it is, whether or not you really need the extra protein. It's a sensible or a, quote, smart choice in the minds of some of us. For others, it can give you a measure of control or power or make you feel like you're ahead of the curve, even if that container of yogurt doesn't provide sustained energy better than lots of other foods, as promised, or really help you lose weight or improve your longer-term physical well-being in a tangible way. Our physiological health, collectively, as measured by obesity levels, cardiovascular fitness, and rates of diabetes, has deteriorated over the past 25 years, despite the growing knowledge base that should be informing diet trends and guidelines. Even at an individual level, I wonder how many of us over 40 feel like our short-term health improved if and when we followed a low-fat regimen or consume mostly low-carb food products. I don't think my long-term health has been impacted either by how I've changed up my diet over all these years. On some level, for most of us who are generally healthy, maybe that doesn't matter as much because we're constantly attempting to improve our health, and it's the steps we take. Consuming products with good fats, less sugar, more whole grains, going to bed a bit earlier, and walking a few thousand steps a day, if not 10,000, that make us feel better about ourselves in discrete bursts over the course of weeks, months, and years. 
My next Talk To Me About Food podcast will focus on personalized nutrition, yet another diet direction and maybe a logical next step in the evolution of our understanding of the role of genetic predispositions. One of the first threads I followed in researching the upcoming episode led me to a company that places you in one of 20 profiles based on your genetic signature. Gene Food provides recommended diet strategies for each profile. Are you a California keto, a pegan or pagan, an Okinawan, a hunter-gatherer? I can see how this approach appeals to our taste for belonging to a tribe. One more tribe to identify with, for better or for worse, in our endless quest to find a better, or maybe, the ultimate diet. (laughs) 